a sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. But there is, unseen by most, an underworld, a place that is just as real, but not as brightly lit. A dark side. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to Talks from the Dark Side. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. And I'm Chris Barr. And today we are talking about episode five, Mookie and Pookie, uh, with the original air date of November 4th, 1984, directed by Timna Ranon and written by Mark Fields and Dan Kleinman. Yeah. So that's so. about uh that's about all there is to say about this episode. <laughs> now, <laughs> if you've been listening to the show, you know that uh Chris has been uh dreading this episode <laughs> since we started rolling on that first episode, Trick or Treat. Break this down for us, man. Like what 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 is your beef with this? All right, and now that we're here, and now that I'm rewatching this again, I know I did kind of overplay the uh you know, how bad it actually is. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> It's not bad. It's just not, compared to the rest of these, it's just a sleeper. Yeah. Sleeper in the sense that I felt like I was falling asleep watching it. <laughs> it's got to be, I mean, maybe I'm putting the cart before the horse here, but it's probably the worst one so far. I think this is, uh, yeah, it's, pro- it's probably the, the, yeah, the lowest ranking so far, but it's not necessarily a bad episode. But when you- No, right, exactly. But in comparison to the rest of the series, there are some fucking bangers, and this is definitely not one of them. Yeah, there's no Danny Aiello. There's there's no, please don't help me. There's, there's nothing like that in this one. Well, we we get uh, Justine Bateman, guys. Come on. Yeah, no, no, she's she's good in this. I'll give her that. I know I've been, uh, you know, sort of mean to this episode leading up to it, but um, and it's it's fine. You know, as far as stories go, you know, there's a story here. It's just I don't know what it is. The execution of it, um, it's just it's boring. It's just such a boring episode. For the concept, it could be like a little weirder and it does feel more like a twilight zone or like outer limits kind of episode than a tales from the dark side because it's not like mean spirited or like there is no like you know somebody with a chip on their shoulder that gets their comeuppance or like any evil people in it it's literally just like a bunch of normal people and this weird kind of um struggle with loss and also hatred for computers or like (laughs) Yeah, fear of technology. Yeah, fear yeah. of technology. There you go. Giving grandpa a fucking iPhone and he has an aneurysm because he's like, what, I don't know how to use this. You know what I mean? Or like, this is this is some bullshit. This is this will never last or whatever. I'll put it into words for longtime listeners of Movie Dumpster. This is a truncated uh, lawnmower man with a happy ending. <laughs> that's actually, that's a good way to put it. You're not wrong. This is like the Dracula movie with Bela Lugosi. Uh, like adapted from Bram Stoker's novel, right? Like if you put it in that context, from Lawnmower Man to this, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can merge fucking Job and Doctor Angelo into one character and puts himself inside the computer, <laughs> and then slow the movie down to half speed. <laughs> yeah, extended cut as is. No Cybo Man. So there you go. Oh damn it! And you know the thing to keep in mind here, you know, going back to the fear of technology, keep in mind that this is 1984. Yeah. So all of the you know. Now, obviously, it's like we're used to computers and everything, but back then, it's like they could just throw out random, you know, techno babble and be like, oh, 
I don't understand, but it sounds, uh, you know, super, uh, super smart. Why don't you speak English? They, like, kick it off because they're playing, like, Scrabble in the fucking, uh, the sun. I forget which one's which. Which one's Pookie and which one's Mookie? Help me out here. Uh, Mookie is Kevin, who is the, the brother, and Pookie is Justine Bateman, who is, her name is Susan, um, and she's, she's the sister. Now, they're twins, right? So, what is it? Right. That? Maternal twins? I, I guess. Yeah. But, like... They're playing Scrabble in the beginning, and this kid's fucking playing it through the computer, and he's like, ah, oh, my words glitch, and the dad's like having an aneurysm because he can't <laughs> comprehend it. He's like, ah, oh, you speak English, that's not a word, whatever. <laughs> and mom's just like, yeah, it's okay, don't worry about it. Like, and that's kind of the theme throughout, where mom is kind of buys into it like the sister yeah. because, you know, he he puts himself on the fucking computer and mom kind of believes it, the sister believes it, but dad throughout the, until like literally the last scene is like fighting against them on it. Oh, he's steadfast in I'm not going to change my opinion and I'm not going to open my mind to anything because fuck you, because I'm stubborn kind of thing. Yeah. I got to say though, these people either have unlimited money or this is like a Dexter's Lab situation because like you guys just said, this is the fucking 80s and they have like the most brand new shit, a brand new computer monitor, a voice translator, a printer. Yeah, and then stuff keeps coming through the episode. Yeah. yeah. Did you buy this, Dad? No, I didn't. Well, uh, just a couple things real quick. Tippy Hedren is the fucking mom. Yeah, I actually, I didn't, I didn't catch it watching it, but yeah, going on through IMDb, I'm like, oh, no way. But yeah, as far as far okay, so, so we forgot to mention that Mookie is Kevin and he's the brother and he's like bedridden because right. he has I don't know what some kind of terminal illness. <laughs> yeah, and it's never explained. No, he's got the job. He's got the yeah, he does. He, he's got the job in him, but he's also super fucking smart, right? He's got like Einstein posters and posters of the universe and <laughs> right. shit. You know, he's almost like a Stephen Hawking, like sitting in his bed doing his computer shit. But basically, he's been writing a program. To where he can, like, beat death, right? So, like, he's dying. That's what I'm talking about here. I know. So he's dying, and he writes a computer program that that won't be finished before he dies, right? So he has his sister, Pookie, finish the program because he's about to die. So she makes a promise to him or whatever, and um, and then he fucking kicks the bucket, dude. (laughs) Well, let's, wait, wait, let's, we have to elaborate on this. This whole part is, is just strange i guess is the, <laughs> the right way to put it yo dude okay so so they're playing scrabble and um and mookie's like hey come upstairs pookie i want to show you this thing okay all right here you go you got to finish this computer program uh just in case I, I i die and she's like no i don't want it computers are dumb that's stupid you're wasting your whole life and he's like i have like five minutes to live um, so here's a big book of notes and like, you got to finish it if I die. She's like, okay, fine. She goes downstairs to play Scrabble again. Now he's been playing Scrabble over this fucking like speaker downstairs, right? Oh, right. Yeah. It's... So they're, so he's like, okay. She's like, okay, Mook, it's your turn. All of a sudden this fucking alarm bell goes off and they run upstairs and Mookie's just fucking dead in the bed with a big smile on his face. Yeah. He just fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Tom Noonan visited him. <laughs> he was there with the white suit on. You're done, Mookie. You're done. Yeah. That guy in the corner was talking about getting a soak. Well, well, that's how he, uh, that's how he could afford all the computer parts. Yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> yeah, exactly. he fucking bet on those horses, man. They're all connected. The, uh, <laughs> it's the, uh, the dark side cinematic universe. Yeah, the, the DCU. <laughs> not to be confused with a different DCU that will not be named. Not that DCU. The TFDSCU. Yeah, we'll workshop it. 
Do you think, like, dude, you think that fucking guy was, like, cranking it right before he died to some fucking, like, angel fire porn site? Yeah, he's happy. He oh, dude, happy. he's got a smile on his face. His fucking dick is still hard under those covers. He died with a smile and a stain in his pants. <laughs> it's like the first time you watch this, it takes a sec for you to realize that he's actually dead. Yeah. It's like, oh, why is he leaned over smiling? It's like, what's he doing? It's like, oh. <laughs> and the alarm's going off, and they run yeah. in the room, and they're like, oh, my God. And you you have to put that sound in here. <laughs> New alarm clock. But I kind of love how, uh, you know, Pookie fucking spends her whole summer writing this program. Even though she's shown no interest in computers up at this point, like, I don't know how she knows how to do all this shit, but whatever. And then mom's like, oh, you missed your whole summer, so I just signed you up for two weeks of camp. <laughs> well, she's got a big notebook that Mookie leaves her so she could do it. And she's basically dedicated her life to it because that was her brother's, like, dying wish, right? Yeah. Yeah, finish the program. You gotta promise me. She has no idea, actually, what's gonna happen. And then, like, we get, like, snippets of her being like, yeah! Oh, because a package comes, and it's a fucking voice synthesizer. That's what I'm saying! How much did that cost? That's why I was like, Dexter's lab. <laughs> he always had all this super expensive equipment just under his parents' house. I mean, again, it's a cartoon. Who, who really cares? But that's what I thought of immediately. Well, it's delivered. And she basically says, like, M- Mookie's, like, in the network, so he just, like, digitally fucking, like, bought the shit. He bought it with someone else's, yeah, stolen credit card. Yeah, stolen credit card, like, on the net, and, like, fucking, uh, uh, delivered it. And that shit was, like, in its infancy at that point, right? Like, credit oh, cards yeah. and shit, and, like, being able to, like, hack into them and stuff and steal people's money or f- commit fraud and shit. Yeah, even the computer in the episode, it's, like, you know, a full desktop computer, but it takes up, like, the entire desk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, it's a pretty beefy thing. It's, like, huge. It's the kind of stuff that you would see, like, in sci-fi movies around this time that they would just be like, oh, yeah, this is going to look like this in 30 or 40 or 50 years, like Total Recall or some shit on, like, that subway train. It's like, yeah, we still have CTRs. <laughs> well, no, that, they had just come out. That's what they look like. <laughs> and, like, it's, you know, it's it's like this, you know, it's a digital word processor, essentially. Well, it is a word processor, right? That's essentially what they're doing. They don't have the fucking oh, yeah. internet yet or anything like that. Yeah, they're just running, like, DOS. It's uh, just very simple commands and stuff. But they have access to, like, databases and stuff. I'm not exactly sure how that's, how the networking system's going on. Yeah, I I mean, the internet was a thing, but it was, like, so not even close to what it is today. Yeah, well, I guess that's what it it is, like, ground-level-ass, like, Silicon Valley shit, I guess. I don't really know. I'm not a computer nerd, so I don't know the exact history, but it has to be somewhere close to that, because how the fuck, you know, he can fucking, because there's a point where, like, he finds a check that his dad wrote, because he's selling the fucking computer, and Mookie's like, oh my god, Pookie found the check! Well, okay, so, so that's one thing in this episode that I wanted to, like, punch the dad right in the mouth, because he's like... You would think he keeps going to the mom. We gotta, we gotta cut this off. We gotta cut this off. She's ruining her life. It's like, wouldn't you just be like, you know what? It's the one thing she's got to remind her of her brother, and she's just trying to fucking cope. Instead, this guy's like, I gotta unplug it when she's sleeping. Well, it's like an unhealthy obsession. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the dad's not even like nice about it. He's, uh, you know, he's just like, nope. He's like, you spend your whole summer up there. You're going away to camp. He already hates computers, so, like, the fact that, like, his daughter's been, like, stuck in her dead brother's room all summer working on a computer, uh, that doesn't help things. Yeah, sure, I mean, I do get it. I just think it's like, Jesus, Dad, take a fucking chill pill. Like, let her, let her sort herself out. Yeah, all the characters in this episode are, like, really just sort of, um, 
you know, I shouldn't say like one dimensional, but very um, wooden. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, they have their goal and they they stick to it. Yeah, it's like the dad. The most you can say about him is, uh, oh, he hates computers. That's it. Yeah, and it's like that's really all there is to his character. And I know we only have you know twenty something minute long episodes, but uh, I mean, come on, these other episodes are doing it fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's supposed to be the straight man kind of thing. Like, oh, I, I'm grounded in reality. This is this is uh, computer fantasy magic or whatever. <laughs> I, I do really like, and I don't know if maybe I was reading too much into this or if this was intentional by the people making the episode, but a lot of times they have this uh, camera angle like inside the room when they're arguing and you can kind of see into the hallway and there's this photograph hanging on the wall of just this red fucking like light. And I'm like, is that supposed to be Hal 9000? I didn't even catch that, maybe. Oh, I didn't catch that either. He's back there like, hello, Pookie. <laughs> well, basically, that's kind of like what happens because once you hooks up that fucking voice synthesizer, dad comes in to fucking pull the plug and the thing's like, help, don't help me. <laughs> Don't kill me, Dad! Yeah, it's a little, like, computery voice. Yeah. And, you know, instead of unplugging it, it, like, spooks him, and she's like, Don't do it, Dad! Uh, I, I, I swear, let me prove it to you, whatever. Oh, and then they have that cliche where it doesn't work when they're, like, yeah. when Mom and Dad are watching. She's like, Why didn't you say anything? Dad's not ready. Dad's not ready for this. What if Dad came back with a fucking axe and just took out the damn monitor? Whoops. <laughs> He's like, I didn't hear anyone. Your brother's dead. What are you talking about? Now, you're, now your kid's dead twice. Let Pookie finish. And then she does. With you know, Every time it has like the, the voice on the screen, it's um you have that... uh. Like that dot matrix printer sound. <laughs> so it's not only putting it on the screen, but it's also like printing out like 30 pages. <gasps> I guess. Just, you know, yeah. Using a whole ink cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? Like, so it just like prints out everything he says as well as, say, as as saying it out of this fucking like voice synthesizer or whatever. Oh, I only say that because it makes that sound every time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It probably does, though. You're probably right, Chris. I love I love how Dad's just like, ah! You know, at first he's like, computers are stupid. Uh, uh, it's, it's all garbage. And then he's like, ah, anybody could, any, any kid on the block could have one of those voice synthesizer <laughs> things and do it. What? I'm like, which is it, man? Like, is it advanced technology or is it stupid? You know, like what? What you know? If this was, if this was 2000 and like one, sure. But there's no fucking way the whole block has the same setup as this kid, unless it's 1992 and we got a fucking talk boy like Kevin McAllister <laughs> style. I don't think so. Right, right. Even those were expensive. True. I didn't have one of those as a kid. Those things were like a hundred bucks. Yeah. It was a cassette player with a microphone. That was it. And this <laughs> thing's like this giant box. <laughs> I don't even want to know how much it costs. Well, I do kind of love how this kind of leads to eventually dad believes it because I think the last time he goes to pull it out, it, it says something along the lines of like, no, dad, don't do this. Or It basically responds in a way where, you know, the sister and the mom, they weren't touching the computer or doing anything. So then he buys it. Oh, we're we're missing a very important part, though. Yeah. So yeah. So right as Dad's starting to uh, you know kind of be a little more sympathetic to you know to Pookie, he uh, he's like, oh, um, your brother uh, wanted me to give this to you, and he, and he gives her like this handwritten note. <laughs> it's like a telegram. Yeah, what? a little like telegram. He's like, oh yeah, um, your brother uh, he told me personally to uh, to give you this. So I believe you now. But read this letter from your brother that he told me to give you. <laughs> 
It's like, okay, Pook, I'm all better now. Dad's going to sell the computer to Mr. Mister whatever the fuck, and uh, you're done now. You're done. Good job. Bye. She's like, Dad, Pook, Mookie didn't write this. Dad, you did. Why are you trying to? Why are you trying to fake this? This isn't real, but this is, man. He's in the computer. And he's like, God damn it. He's like, your brother's not in there. And he's like, listen, if he's in there, and then you better tell him to fucking speak up, baby, because I'm going to pull this thing right out of the wall. His little trick almost worked. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, it's so close. <laughs> Even mom's like, why would you do that? Oh, I'm sick of this bullshit. It's like, oh, yeah, your, uh, your brother wrote this. Yeah, that's so f- your dead brother wrote this. OK, it's, you're all good now. That's it. Dad of the year award. Oh, what an asshole. So he goes to pull this cord out. And all of a sudden, you know, Mookie comes on thing. He's like, don't do it, Dad. Listen to Pookie. And this guy breaks and he's just like, huh, I'm going to go downstairs and have a drink. Uh, <laughs> a few drinks. Yeah, that, that's his. Re- yeah. Yeah. Well, I was watching this with my uh, fiance and uh, she said the same thing. She's like, oh, yeah, he's getting loaded. I was like, well, wouldn't you if your kid who's dead just talk to you through the fucking computer? There is a cool part where, like, they're arguing with each other and he's got he's going to pull the plug and he's like yelling at Pookie and his, her mother. And then Kevin, you know, or Mookie says something over the thing. He's like, don't do it, Daddy. He's like, you stay out of this, Kevin. Right. It's like a, a auto reaction almost. Like he's like having a regular argument and then it like clicks in his head like, oh. From the whole time, it was like voiced, uh, like it sounded like a robot. And then this one part, he just goes, I'm right here, Dad. Hi, Dad. It's me, Mookie. I'm Mookie, Dad. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> Dad wakes up, the whole room's fucking filled with bottles. He's got a five o'clock shadow. Waste not, want not, mook. Every episode is connected. Oh, and Sean, that that red light that you were uh, talking about in the hallway there? Yeah. That's actually, um, you know, that's overlap from another better episode they were filming on the other side of the room. (laughs) Oh, okay. Which one? The fucking cigarette one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Can't wait for that one now. I think that red light is the alarm that went off, like that was hooked up to his fucking vitals or whatever. Oh, the, maybe. Uh, the flatline alarm. But we get this final scene, and we it kind of circles all the way back to the opening where they're playing Scrabble again. Which I kind of like. Yeah, that was nice. That That's the best part of the episode. And I'm not saying because it's, you know, the last scene, but <laughs> yeah, um, I'll, I'll be nice to this a little bit. But yeah, dad finally comes around. Mom's happy. Uh, you know, Pookie's happy that everyone believed her, that she carried on her brother's work. And, you know, here they are as a family again playing Scrabble. Hey, she's going riding tomorrow, dude, with her friend, going riding some horses. Everything's back to normal. Yeah, playing Scrabble and he's in the computer. He sure is. It's like poetry. (laughs) (laughs) Do they have this guy on a fucking, like, cart with wheels, though? Because that thing's got to be heavy as hell to constantly move to play Scrabble. (laughs) He's just stuck there playing Scrabble 24 hours a day. (laughs) Somebody play with me. Mom, dad. Dad. Don't leave. <laughs> he's going to be like the fucking bicentennial man. Everyone's going to be dead. and He's going to be just sitting there like, please, somebody turn me off. Chris, what's the name of the fucking microwave with the can head from uh, Adventure Time? Shoots pies out of it. Father, my creator. Like, it's oh, yeah. same fucking deal. So he's like, Voyager, seven letter, triple word, 50 points, bonus score. I win the game. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen Bicentennial Man. But I'm going to take that reference even further, because the end of that movie, Robin Williams is, like, turned into a fucking human, basically, gets all his organs replaced. I've never seen that movie. And uh, he dies, like, clutching the hand of his wife, 
So I could just see Pookie's there with the fucking computer on her deathbed, and she like tur- like shuts him down as she dies. <laughs> this fucking Zola motherfucker sitting next to him, yeah, yeah. Oh man. All right. So, uh, so what's everybody's final thought on this episode? Um, I mean, I think I had a lot more fun talking about it than watching it. <laughs> it's like Chris said a few times. It's fine. It's just uh, when you're coming off these last uh, five episodes, counting the pilot. It's kind of just like, what the fuck were they thinking? Um, if this was like on any other show, it probably wouldn't be that big of a deal. But again, you had five bangers. Even on like again, some of those ones I'm joking about earlier in the episode. If you listen to the, if you go back and listen to our episodes, we weren't all high on those either. But I think they were all way superior than this. And uh, hey, there's there's a ton of episodes left, so who really cares? I mean, we got. How many more on this season? What another? We got like three more. We got two more discs worth of of episodes. That's what I'm saying. So, and then like (laughs) many seasons after this. So, hey, we're going to have a bad one every once in a while. Yeah. And that's the thing with these anthology shows. It's like, you know, you have a mixed bag of episodes and stories. They're not all going to be winners. No, but again, they're not. It's it's not bad though. You know what I mean? Like I don't. It's feel bad like, in comparison to the ones we've watched. But yeah, you're you're right. It's not actually bad. Right. Like I don't feel like I I wasted my twenty minutes watching this. It's, it's not one of my favorites for sure. I think there's a lot of cool ideas in this. And like Chris said earlier, like it. I think it could have been executed better i think that's my problem with it i think it could have been done a little bit better i mean they you know you got like tippy hedron in there and uh and justine uh bateman and it's like it's not acted terribly but like i feel like it could have been better like they could have did they could have done more in the 20 so minutes that they had but it's fine it's 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 a weird little it's a weird little episode. Um, I'm, I, and again, like I really like the idea of like somehow transferring your soul or essence or whatever into a fucking computer. There's like that's some chappy shit, like proto chappy stuff going on here. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's fine. It, it, not one of my favorites. Uh, I mean, it's it's fine. Yeah, and it's like considering you know what the story is about and especially with the theme of like loss and like letting go it's like there's some deep heavy stuff here sure and um you know it is sort of just kind of glossed over just to kind of get the story moving and it's fine i mean there's not you know we can't just totally break this apart and uh you know point fingers at it and everything but uh like it's fine as an episode as a story it's fine it's just um you know i just think it's kind of dull and um i'm not even saying you know i'm not crazy about it just because there's no special effects or you know creatures or anything like that in this one but um yeah just you know there's better episodes yeah but like all right well even just to to come back to one that we already did the new man the emotional weight in that movie is what that relies on um and and this one kind of does too and i just don't feel it like i feel it in that episode you know yeah that one definitely carried it through and uh you know you felt the drama in that this one it's kind of like you know everybody's like sleepwalking yeah yeah Again, it's not it's not terrible, and I know I kind of hyped this up as we got to this, and you know how bad it was, and I know I was kind of you know, you know really uh, giving it a hard time. Yeah, giving it a hard time, but it's not it's not terrible. It's just not super awesome. 
I, I do wonder, though, why this one always pops up when I search for fucking Tales from the Dark Side online. Like, is it just the name? Like, do people really gravitate towards this one? Or is it is, is it just a a case of a coincidence that I kept seeing this pop up? Because I mentioned that on the last episode that I keep hearing about this one. And it's kind of like a wet fart of an episode. And it's like, I don't know why I was like, oh, yeah, I've heard of this one before. I, I think a lot of people talk about this one. I think a, a lot of people in the comments on previous episodes were like, oh, I can't wait till you guys get to this episode. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> it's not, you know, we don't, we just don't think it's one of the better ones. Could, uh, I mean, again, if you inserted a little Cybo man into this, then, then you got my attention. <laughs> it might be Justine Bateman, I guess. Like, that's why people gravitate towards this. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe. And, and again, you know, she did a fine job with, with the episode here. Sure. Like she was, she was the best part, but even going through like the IMDB comments on this episode, just kind of glancing over them. Kind of the general consensus is, yeah, it's fine, but it doesn't really fit the series. Yeah. I mean, again, I think... I, I think the big thing is the tone of this episode because mm. once we, because again we have another psychological episode coming up next uh, called Slippage which is one of my favorites and that one mi- more than makes up for this one and that yeah that one more than makes up for this one and again the tone and the acting and, and the and the kind of dread that runs through that episode is just not present here this is a lot for lack of a better term I think it's a, a little lighthearted to tell you the truth yeah it's it's definitely lighthearted. Yeah, minus dad being a dickhead. But even then, he's he's still a softy because he's like, all right, I'll give her a chance. All right, I'll give her another chance. All right, I'll give yeah. her another chance. He never actually does anything shitty except the telegram thing. And trying to sell it, you know. And trying to sell too. it, yeah. But, he, but again, like, he's not doing it because he's an asshole. He's doing it because he thinks that's what's best for his daughter because she's obsessed over this fucking computer. And she thinks yeah, her true. fucking brother is alive in the computer. I mean, he's got a point. Yeah, even, uh, even with the music, um, the music in this kind of softens it up, too. And, um, you know, right as we were starting the episode, I was playing it before we started the call. And Joe, you noticed it was a different soundtrack than from the version you watched. Yeah. So in our very first episode of the Talks from the Dark Side series, go back, check that out. Um, and I guess I'll just mention it again here. But um, a lot of the music on the DVD set that was released uh, by CBS Video or, or whatever the fuck it was... Um, all the music was changed because they didn't want to pay for the rights to the original uh, airing music. So um, Chris, I guess, had a copy that was from uh, an actual airing of it on TV that had the original music intact. And I'm pretty sure I have um, this episode on one of my tapes downstairs. So what we're going to do, this is the first instance where we're going to put the new music versus the old music kind of side by side for you to check it out and um and so keep an eye out for that on um you know instagram and facebook and stuff yeah you can hear the uh the soft uh the soft tones here it's weird um, man yeah it is weird it's very (laughs) like soft and uh yeah it's you'll you'll hear it ethereal i guess but like yeah but it's i'll be curious to see that or rather hear it i guess uh because the music in this one not memorable at all. No, because it's just a cut and paste for from from that royalty free one they used for the rest of the episodes for that for that DVD set. But yeah, but but yeah, I think I, I think it's the tonality of this, d- despite the what's happening and the story beats. Like it is much lighter than say the next episode or even the new man or something. Yeah, and it's like compared to you know the rest of these, it's like you know we've had some really solid soundtracks. Oh you know, yeah. through these episodes, I know we're only you know five you know, six episodes in, including that pilot, but we've had some like great soundtracks. 
And uh, this one's just sort of like, yeah, yeah, it's just across the board. This whole episode is just a, it's a anomaly. So, so yeah, that's Mookie and Pookie. And we will catch you on the next Talks from the Dark Side. But until next time, I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. And I'm Chris Barr. The dark side is always there, waiting for us to enter, waiting to enter us. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight. <laughs> <laughs>